Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal. I'm the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis. This is B of C Live for Monday, May 11th, 2020. B of C Live is a video and podcast production of the Business of Cannabis since 2017 through our web, social, video, and podcast channels, as well as in real world and virtual events. We've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis industry. We encourage you to explore all that we do at businessofcannabis.ca. Before we get to our conversation with Ian Dick, some things you should know. A few BFC announcements first. This Friday, join us for our Friday Lunch and Learn with Ian Dick, who we will see in a few moments, uh, for, a four, for the first of a four-part series called Creating an Omnichannel Cannabis Retail Experience, presented by Shopify. As I said, it's a four-part series over the next two months to highlight how cannabis retailers are setting up to be future-proof through thoughtful applications of Canada's leading technology. And as we announced uh, last week, or as was announced last week, Shopify is now the most valuable publicly traded Canadian company that exists. Second, uh, a week from Friday on May 22nd, Alan Brockstein, uh, of course, the 420 investor and of New Cannabis Ventures, will be in our Lunch and Learn uh, talking about the state of cannabis investing. Uh, For both of these programs, visit our website, as I said, businessofcannabis.ca. You can also follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you visit businessofcannabis.ca today, you will see our 122nd volume of our weekly newsletter talking about some news from Afria, from Kronos, uh, from High Times, uh, as well as the path forward in Ontario for expanded retail. And on that note, um, on Friday, or it may have been Thursday, um, a hobo cannabis shop opened in Timmins, Ontario, what they believe to be the the furthest north private recreational cannabis store that there is. We shall check on that. Either way, uh, from the Hobo team, Harrison Stoker will join us this week from the Donley Group. They are the owners of Hobo uh, and that uh, uh, chain of cannabis retail stores. It is also part of their portfolio, which includes bars and restaurants and barbershops. Stay tuned for that conversation uh, tomorrow. And later in the week, we will check in with Nick Pateras. He is, of course, formerly with Lyft & Co. He's now with Materia Ventures heading up uh, partly heading up their European operations, and we'll talk to him uh, about entering UK and other markets uh, with their products. As always, thank you to our partners, Cannabis at Work and Cannabis Benchmarks, for their ongoing support of all the things we do at Business of Cannabis. And stay tuned, we'll be announcing some more long-term partners of Business of Cannabis this week and next. Now, enjoy this conversation with Ian Dick of Shopify. Thanks. Dick from Shopify, thanks for being here. It's an absolute pleasure, Jay. I don't even know if you remember this, but before we begin with this conversation, I actually owe you a shirt. I think you were our, I don't know, 2000th or 3000th follower on Twitter. Yes. So if you send me a Shopify shop that sells custom t-shirts, I will get it out to you today, I promise. Okay, I, that's, I'm, I'm marking that down on my to-do list. I totally, thank you for remembering that. I totally forgot. In fact, I specifically, I, I just was looking at Twitter at the exact right moment when that happened. And I was like, I'm going to be this guy's, uh, uh, what, what was it? Sorry. T- I, don't know, like two, I don't even know when it was, but 2000, it was a, it was a, it was a milestone. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I was like, cause I wanted to, I wanted to know you. So I was like, this is a good sort of like hacky way to just like get in your, in your view. 
Um, and so it, it all panned out. But yeah, you're right. You you did not make good on that. Uh, that that and t I believe that tweets are binding. So you do legally owe me that. Well, I know in the states, whatever the president says on Twitter actually is the position of the government. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. so it also uh, becomes reality. Actually, whatever he says on Twitter, it's amazing. He yeah, can... that's not great. It's <laughs> not. It's, it's, it's really, not a great way to fight a, a pandemic, but it's a, it's um, very unfortunate. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So I'll get you the shirt. You right. get me the shop. I'll get you the shirt. Um, uh, I want to talk Shopify. I want to talk sort of a partnership we're working on together, but, mm -hmm. I, but before we do that, talk about Shopify's intersection with cannabis because it was fairly early on versus mm -hmm. others. Um, you know, you're involved in provincial governments, private retailers, licensed producers. Yeah. I think, sort of we first came on our radar screen when you guys were powering the launch of the Ontario Cannabis Store. But talk about sort of the history of Shopify and cannabis. Most definitely. So yeah, um, I mean, Shopify is at its core a, a platform to enable anybody to sell anything to anybody. Um, and uh, in service of that, nascently, without any effort on our part, um, Canopy Growth actually has was on Shopify for many, many, many years uh, before, you know, the regulated industries team was even a twinkle in, in my eye. Um, but uh, we didn't, you know, we, 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 we served them and we, you know, they were a very large client of ours and we gave them special attention like we do for any large, large um, enterprise level businesses. Uh, but but we, we didn't really have a, a sort of standardized practice around this, this industry. Um, and so I, I had been at the company in a sort of business development and strategic partnerships um, capacity for like, I think maybe only about a year at that, at this point, um, when Justin Trudeau uh, announced that cannabis would be, um, would recreational adult use cannabis would, would be legalized uh, in the coming, I think at that point he, he was giving it like a year and a half or two years lead time. Um, and so I, at that point, I was actually kind of looking for something new to sink my teeth into uh, at the organization. And so I had this manifesto and it included a number of different uh, uh, strategies to, to, or things that I could spend my time on. And cannabis was one of them. And so I presented that to our, our executive leadership and I was given uh, the green light to, to make that part of my, my focus. Um, very, very soon after that, like maybe a month or so after that, um, I uh, teamed up with uh, Greg Gorskowski, who um, was, was um, you know, absolutely instrumental in, the, in this process uh, in, of getting Shopify sort of prepared for this. Um, and then another, uh, he's actually at Materia Ventures now. Um, and then another gentleman by the name of Nathan Tappan, uh, who was on our pro product support network team, um, just a cannabis wizard. Like he is like, just understands the plant and the industry like no one else that I've ever met. I, I've spent a little bit of time with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to hang out with him if, if you hear what I'm saying. <laughs> sure. Um, but, but it is, I mean, it, it is interesting to hear sort of the team that emerged within Shopify to do that and where those tentacles have gone, both in Shopify, but also in the sector as well. Most definitely. Nathan actually has a, his own consulting thing. I'll give him a shout out. It's called Notorious R&D. Um, he's, yeah, he's also, he also has products under the Elevated Pantry um, moniker. So Great, great guy. Great, even just a just a great guy to chat with. It to, if anyone is like looking to get an understanding of the the you know plant genetics, but also the industry, um, then uh, he's your man. So you know, and Greg, Greg was more of like you know he he just is like a brilliant business mind, and he he really and and he's just a bulldog. Like he's a doer. He'll just get shit done. Um, 
And so uh, it was sort of that for the, for the first little while though, it was just this Holy Trinity of me, Greg and Nathan, uh, just trying to figure things out. We, we, you know, we fumbled around for a while. We didn't really know what we were doing. Um, and, uh, Nathan was great. We would go to, we would go to like Lyft or, or other trade shows and stuff. And we'd talk to these guys and they, you know, Nathan was our secret weapon because he spoke their language. He knew everything about their plant. We talked to their head grower and just like, he, they would just be shocked that, that, Shopify had someone that was this focused and specialized, but that wasn't even his job. He was, he totally just like supported our, our, our product and was, uh, you know, essentially helping merchants understand and, and negotiate our product better. So anyways, fast forward a little while. Um, uh, we had some wins and we, we got involved in the, in the, um, Ontario RFP, uh, and we won it. And then it was after that, that we won it, that we were formalized internally as an actual dedicated force, um, called the regulated industries team within Shopify. And we, uh, we grew, we expanded our team. We brought on a, a bunch of, a bunch of people, uh, both from within and from without, um, and that has sort of been a, a, a changing cast of characters over the, the, the last while. Um, from the original Holy Trinity, I am the only one that remains. Um, uh, but there's been a lot of other people that have, have contributed massively to this. Um, it, it was absolutely a, a group effort. And in fact, for, you know, for the launch of, of the, the crowns, we power Ontario, BC, Prince Edward Island, and Newfoundland. For the launch of all those crowns, and then all the private retailers that we we power um, within, we we power all the private retailers in Manitoba, um, a, a bunch in Saskatchewan, a bunch in Alberta, a bunch in BC. Um, for that launch, like that day, like Green Wednesday, was absolutely insane. We were uh, we had a bunch of war rooms set up all around the country. We had part of our team went you know to the east coast, part of our team went to the west coast, part of our team stayed central, and uh, we just. Um, we actually had a really cool um, uh, world map uh, uh, widget set up where we could actually see the points on the map where the transactions were happening, um, and uh, it was it was pretty it was surreal to to, to be in that moment and um, and you know kind of just being a part of history. It was, it was you know we, we mentioned before the call that the very first transaction legal transaction of recreational adult use cannabis in Canada was performed by Bruce Linton in Newfoundland on a Shopify POS um, because uh, Tweed leverages our, our, our technology. It's, it's pretty good. And I, I, I don't want to get into it now, but, but uh, the, the fact that, that a company like Shopify, a major tech player, was mm. as involved as early on as visibly, I, I think may get lost in the sort of history of this. But yeah. at the time, it was a big deal. And it was really, I think the Canadian part of it was not unimportant in that, in, no. in the leap that it took. It definitely gave us um, a, a distinct advantage over a lot of other platforms that are, you know, somewhat similar to Shopify uh, in that we, you know, we didn't have the federal um, illegality of our home country um, as, a, as, a, as a hurdle. Um, it was very clear that our federal government was all for it. Um, and our, our senior leadership, you know, they were very forward thinking and they, they saw that this is, this is something that, um, what, you know, it was going to be important. Um, and that essentially that, you know, they're kind of in agreement that, that prohibition was a bad move. Um, and that, uh, um, if we can, um, you know, we, we, the stars aligned, we had, we had this, this booming, booming platform that was just, you know, we, we were, we had already taken off massively at that point, but, um, 
you know, we, we had the, the technology, we had the resources, and we also had the, uh, the legal um, runway to, to, to do it without, you know, with very low risk uh, to, to Shopify and, and our, our various shareholders and stakeholders. So, um, yeah, the, the stars really aligned and, and we were able to help where we could. And, and um, you know, it's, it's been, it's kind of been a, a just growth from there. Well, and not to mention, I think one of your addresses in Toronto is 420 Wellington, which just, that, that <laughs> might be a little much. It's like, come on. Well, if you, if you want to go down that path, we've got 420 Wellington. We've got Herb Street in Waterloo, which is my, my current home office because I, I left Toronto. Um, and then we had 80 Spadina, which in, in French is, uh, is uh, Catavin, which is literally 420s. So, <laughs> well, well played. Really, that's, that's really taking it to its core. Even Nathan may not have uh, thought of all those things. I mean, I'm, I'm a wordsmith, so that's my, that was my contribution to the team, was figuring out all these sort of, uh, um, these kismet moments, the serendipitous, serendipitous addresses, yes. I like it, but I want to move a little bit forward because sure. um, we're in the midst of something that is, I think, uh, induced by this, let's call it crisis, right? We're in the midst of COVID-19. Sure, yeah. Can cannabis has gone from sort of essential, non-essential, essential again, but adding mm -hmm. new uh, components to retail, certainly in Ontario and other provinces, Mm -hmm. Again, this is an opportunity where Shopify has sort of stepped in and stepped up to mm -hmm. say we can help retailers do their thing on the cannabis yeah. front and others too, but on yeah. the cannabis front, we're going to be focused on. Um, yeah. And talk about that and what that's meant for you and the team there because it's been a fast ramp up um, and some of these things nobody I don't think was, was expecting as quickly as they've happened. Most definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, like we've, we've been trying to crack the retail nut for a while and, and, you know, it was very straightforward in, in provinces like Saskatchewan and Manitoba because those businesses are able to function like any other retailer. And it has been our long held belief that, you know, and I, I, I it's true. Like, you know, the, the people in this industry might think that um, it's, it's certainly nuanced and it's certainly unique, but at its core, it's retail. It is selling something to another person. Um, and you just need you, 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 in, um, inherent in that there's going to be there's going to be specific things that are going to come up again and again and again that you need sorted out and that you want to be very standardized and automated and and you want processes to be in place to support these things. And so, as I say, in Manitoba and in Saskatchewan, it was a no brainer because um, their rules are completely lax. They can operate like any other business selling anything. Um, for the most part, there's obviously licensing and, and compliance and stuff like that. But um, in terms of the technology that they're able to leverage, um, it's all the it's all the technology that Shopify has built up over the past you know 12 years. So um, in Ontario, obviously it was very difficult initially for us to um, gain purchase in that in that market. A because it's very small. B because uh, they had to operate like it was 1991 and there was no e-commerce uh, allowed. Um, and so, you know, obviously Shopify is, is bleeding edge technology. It doesn't fit into that paradigm very well. Um, and so, uh, with the advent, with the changes that happened that were announced in, in, I forget when they were announced, but they took place, they took hold in, in January to allow buy online pick up and store. Mm -hmm. We were actually, um, uh, building up a, a, a solution, um, to support that already when COVID happened and all the rules, you know, danced around and, uh, it would seem like all was lost and then it was like, oh no, actually it's like, you know, we just actually push the industry, the technology that they're able to leverage forward by two years, probably like the timelines just accelerated, 
uh, massively. So we were already building a solution for that uh, with a few partners. Um, you know, the, the, the Shopify philosophy has long been, you know, we're, we're a very large platform and we cannot create first party solutions for every niche industry if we want to be able to scale and create scalable solutions for merchants to leverage. Um, ultimately, that, that is what you want. Uh, even if you are in a nuanced space, you want a scalable solution. Um, so uh, we we rely heavily on partnerships. So we we build about eighty percent of what anybody needs to sell anything to anybody, and then we rely on our integrated partners, both um, technology partners, uh, design development partners, marketing partners. We have a, a massive, thriving ecosystem of these partners. Uh, Early on, actually, we had identified a number of partners that uh, we, we basically put out a call to our ecosystem and said, who's interested in getting involved in the space? Obviously, there's risk involved, so we didn't want to assume. So we, we, it was an opt-in basis. We got a number of partners. Um, two of those partners, there's probably, probably like you know, 15, 20 of them that have just done amazing work. Some of them work on our crown clients. Some of them work on our licensed producer clients. Some of them work on um, our private retail uh, uh, merchants and uh, two, two of those partners um, uh, uh, design development agency out of Toronto called Little Rocket and um, a systems integration partner um, out of uh, Mississauga Oakville area uh, called virtual logistics Omni uh, stepped up stepped in and, and um, uh, the VL Omni component there they connected uh, essentially built an app that um, allows Koba and Shopify to be um, leveraged together. Koba also, I, I should not fail to mention, uh, fantastic partner. You know, they, um, you know, I should also mention Shopify has a, a point of sale. We, we do have a point of sale offering. We, do, we understand that Koba is a better solution for the market. Um, and so we, we the, our, our partner built this bridge between our respective platforms so they can be leveraged in tandem um, to provide the absolute best in class solution available in the market, in our opinion. Um, and uh, that, that's, that's really how we approach a lot of, a lot of these, these uh, any, any merchant, like we, we really want to allow them to leverage whatever technology they feel is gonna best support their business. Um, and that's, that's been shop, you know, uh, in, in any industry that is Shopify's stance. And so that's why our platform is so API friendly and open and documented so that anybody can do that kind of thing. Yep. And then yeah. I'll just, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say it's been, it's been a pretty good um, approach I, the last week. Um, yeah. it, the, it, Shopify became the um, most valuable publicly traded company in Canada. It's uh, true. So it's, it, it, it's working unless anybody think it's a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's obviously an approach that, that seems to be working for you and the team. Definitely, and, and I think a, lot, a large part of that in, in light of, you know, that happening in light of world events just really shows that, um, you know, we, I think as a, as a, as a civilization, we've had to fast, put, again, like outside of cannabis, we've had to push the clock forward by like 10 years. Um, and so companies uh, or, or merchants or, or businesses that did, you know, they knew like, I should probably be online, but my retail business is fine. It, it, it pays the bills. We're growing. It's good enough. They've now had been faced with this harsh reality of like, well, we gotta we gotta accelerate our timelines a little bit here, um, and you know Shopify makes it very easy to do that. It, 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 our platform is relatively easy to use. We've created a lot of resources, even just in light of, of the events. We've created like just scads of new documentation and new um, 
sort of like playbooks and technologies even like leveraging our, our, our existing technology to allow these businesses to get online very quickly um, and to uh, uh, you know build their infrastructure in a way that is conducive to social distancing and curbside pickup and uh, all the things that have been identified as ways to flatten the curve and, and reduce risk to employees but and customers alike. Yeah, um, so uh, I wanna wrap this because we're gonna give people lots of opportunities to hear about um, all of this uh, because you and I, or Shopify and Business of Cannabis more importantly, uh, are partnered on a series of lunch and learns over the next two months called yeah. Creating an Omnichannel Cannabis Retail Experience. Mm-hmm. It's a great mouthful, but it, it means what it is and it is what it means. Yeah. Um, you're gonna be our first guest May Friday, May 15th. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna also have a lunch and learn on the 22nd of May, the 12th of June and the 26th of June. Uh, like, what can we expect and like, if, if you wanted to attend all of those sessions, mm-hmm. what do you think people will learn at the end of that about sort of your solution, but also really operating in this new environment? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it goes, just goes back to what I, 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 we said at the outset of this conversation in that, uh, you know, in order to survive in this, in this space, irrespective of COVID and, and, and this, this pandemic, you really do need to, you know, you need to you need to build a solid you need to build your business on a solid foundation that is able to uh, uh, scale as your business scales. It allows you to automate processes uh, that are going to eat up your time and your energy throughout the day. Um, you, you just want there's certain things, table stakes, retail functionality that you want rock solid so that they are not going to be you know there things aren't going to break down that take you away from what you need to be focusing on, which is winning customers you know, differentiating your brand um, and, uh, and, 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 you know, scaling your business, uh, allowing you to, to really grow above and beyond, you know, just having, you know, a single retail environment. And so, you know, we, we just want to be clear that, um, as I said, the cannabis retailers are, are retailers at, at, the heart, at the heart of it. They are just retailers. Uh, they need the exact same things that someone selling shoes and shirts need at the at the, the the base level. Obviously, there's additional compliance, there's additional licensing, there's additional regulations that they need to adhere to. But all the more reason to be on a platform that is flexible and and um, and and is able to move and grow as regulations and consumer preferences continue to evolve in the coming uh, months, years, and decades. So uh, that, that's kind of what, what, we're, what we're trying to put together here. Um, you know, as I said, Shopify is very modular. You can snap in whatever you need. We have, what we have done, what we'll, we'll be outlining is uh, a, a specific modular uh, instruction manual that we have already pre-assembled for you. That does not mean that you can't go outside of that. You absolutely can. But this is like, this is what we, we with, with our partners, Kova, VL Omni, Little Rocket, we have put together this recipe for success uh, that if, if timeline and budget are a factor, which they almost always are, uh, this is going to be your fastest way to not only establishing a solid footing for your long-term health of your business, but also to allow you to leverage, uh, you know, bleeding edge technology uh, to set up your business in a way that is conducive to these new, this new crazy world that we live in. Um, that uh, where social distancing and, and um, curbside pickup are uh, and, and delivery are, are absolutely vital. Yeah, well, we are super excited about it because we are um, tech 
geeks, especially at the intersection of retail, especially the intersection of tech, retail, and cannabis. That's like mm -hmm. our jam. So we mm -hmm. really look forward to uh, the four session uh, program we're going to do with you guys. We appreciate the partnership. And I think our audience and current and would-be retailers would be wise to check them out because I think you'll learn a lot. Um, and I think I may have screwed up the dates. It's the 15th, 29th of May, June 12th, and June 26th. But we'll continue to push that out, obviously, through our social channels um, between now and then. And when we see you on the 15th, I don't know if I'll have a shirt to you by then, but we will have a shirt to you that does say your name on the back and business of cannabis. Ian Dick, thanks for being here. Absolutely, Jay. I uh, appreciate the time and I look forward to the series. Great. Thanks so much. Okay.